Hey, everybody. I, I hate to just get straight into it, but we've got breaking news out of the UK. Um, there's, As you may have seen, there's some pretty crazy stuff going on with the Bank of England and the pension funds over Troubling there. Troubling news. Troubling news. It's all pretty crazy, but it is also a kind of exciting time because we are... We do have a foreign correspondent. It's the very first time in the history of the show that we, we've we've got a he's a he's a journalist. He's a Scottish journalist. He's based out of London. Um, Taylor Stewart. Taylor, how are you? Hi Ben. Hi Emil. How you Hi. doing? Great to meet you both. Hello. Yeah. How hey. You doing? doing all right. Yeah. Thanks for doing this, Taylor. Yeah. No why problem. Why don't you give us a little? Give the audience a little background on who you are and and yeah. Yeah, my pleasure. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody watching. Uh, I'm Taylor Stewart. I'm a journalist who majored in political science and financial logistics at Florida State University. And I currently live in London and report on what's happening over here politics-wise. And as you can probably imagine, I've uh, got quite a lot on my plate at the minute. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. There's a <laughs> lot going like... on over there. By the way, yeah. my, my deepest condolences to you about the, the Queen dying. I'm very sorry. I know that you... Uh... Oh. Yeah, you, you, the Scottish really, really have a, a soft spot for the Queen, do they not? We all basically love the Queen, and when she died, it was a heartbreaking day. Yeah, I can imagine. You, you, you wake up and suddenly it's like a mother figure or a grandmother figure is is well, gone. She died about actually about this time. She died about five p.m. Uh huh. So I was already awake. <laughs> right, right. You were awake so at five p.m. It wasn't an actual nightmare. But it was like one. No, yeah. it was like living within a nightmare. Yeah. It was like 11? Oh, living, living. Yeah, living yeah, within a nightmare. Living. So we keep seeing headlines about this pension crisis going on in the Bank of England. You've Because you've got a new administration there, right? And the, the new head of the bank. Uh, basically, the banking situation right now, it's like a big game of chicken. Uh, basically, this game of chicken involves two drivers, both headed for each other but coming from opposite directions and come on imagine that yeah first to swerve away will lose and the winner gets to zoom off into the distance triumphant but if <laughs> neither person swerves you have an almighty crash that can take down buildings and bystanders that's how i like to look at this yeah and that's how, what i see happening a humongous crash with casualties everywhere and I mean real casualties as well as figurative uh, casualties yeah, because in the the two drivers in this game of chicken are the Bank of England and the pension funds, right? Yep, 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 exactly. The thing is about the UK economy, the UK economy, in a nutshell, is a bit of a double-edged sword, so to speak. In what sense? In many senses. When it comes to Liz Trust, the new PM, the fact is, you get what you voted for. Now, I personally didn't vote for her. But a lot of people did, and the thing is, fair is fair. Got it. Fair is right. In Liz fair. we trust. In Liz we trust. Uh, are are you feeling the sting from inflation? Like, what's going on in in your day to day? Because inflation is is worldwide. What's going on? The price of crisps are they up? The way I see inflation, it's like a big balloon, right? Right. <laughs> sure. It's okay. It's okay, Taylor. You got it. The Scottish love balloons. He's uh, yeah, he's a little really bit tickled do. by that. A balloon, you inflate it and you inflate it, and the bigger and bigger it gets, and eventually it bursts, and that is a problem for your balloon. That's you can't argue with that. You really can't argue you can't, with that. You can't McDonald's. McDonald's double cheeseburger is a pound forty or something now. That I'll put that into dollars. Well, actually, you know what? 
this is actually a good point as well. The pound and the dollar are almost identical now. Yeah. They're almost identical in worth now. It used to be, right, the pound used to be a mighty, it used to be so mighty compared to the dollar, but these days it's pretty much gone the way of the doubloon. Yeah. It's oh, the, the balloon that popped. Yeah. Uh, a, du- du- a doubloon, but yes. Oh, a, a doubloon. Du- yes, it's gone the way of a dublo- the doubloon. Right. What is it's the- like pirate money. Yeah. It's like money from like uh, pirates. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's what that was called, doubloon. Yeah, doubloons. Yeah, it's like old time money, like from I don't know pirates, pirate sort of cities. Yeah. Well. I mean? Well, uh, we certainly appreciate your time, Taylor. And if you don't mind, we'd love to check in on you from time to time to to. I would love to come back. Yes. Yeah, to gauge, um, to gauge the, uh, to get a gauge on on what's going on in the UK. And uh, again, we're very excited to have you on as a, as our very first international correspondent. Yeah, we've needed an on the ground man in London, and you're our guy. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Before I go, can I please pitch something to you, please? Sure, we'd love it. It's known as the metric minute. Think about it like this. A lot of confusion arises when it comes to discussing time and money. It's a bit of a mess, really. One minute equals 60 seconds, yet one dollar is 100 cents. Does that make sense to you? No, No, never has. I was always sus about that. The workaround for this economic crash is to integrate my metric minute. 100 seconds in a minute, 100 minutes in an hour, one dollar per minute equals fair is fair. Time is money, after all. Hey, I love it. I'm on board. I think that that's something that you should try to pitch to the to Liz Truss, and then she can pitch it to the UN, and we can. The UN is my target. Like for some sort of attack. But no. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. For the me- for the metric minute. Oh, the metric it, minute. It, yeah, it. yeah. It certainly sounds good to us. Sounds like we could uh, resolve a lot of problems. Yeah. Anyway, Taylor, thank you so much. Uh, have a bag of crisps for us, and. Um, yeah, we'll check into you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much, guys. It's All been right. great. See you later. Bye, Taylor. See ya. <laughs> Welcome back to Nogie at the Beat Band. Kramer, when I get done with you, yeah. are you ready for a Fill me up, Bill. Bitcoin solves this. Bitcoin 100,000. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. I don't know about that guy. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'll have him back, but I don't know if that was our... If he was an expert? Yeah. He's an expert, trust me. I mean, we looked over his resume. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of acronyms, though. I don't know exactly. He said BBC, but that could have st- stood for anything. Yeah, a lot. Of, there's different There's different ways you can... You can um, uh, define BBC. I think we should have called his references. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, um. By the way, you got to check the disclaimer in the description box, guys. Click see more. Uh, hey Steve. Hey Steve Sluts. So, wow. Yeah, that was the Bank of England debacle, and I really am curious how that that is going to play out because that's one of the bigger stories in the news right now. What's going to happen? Sorry, my flight was down. No, it's okay. Uh. See, I got a button fly. That doesn't happen to me. Button flies are the worst. Button flies are the worst. I got to go over the top. I got to pull my penis out and do the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather stick it through the hole. <clears throat> like, comment, subscribe. 
TrillionaireStore.com. Rate on audio platforms. Do all of that stuff. Yeah, do all that shit. Come on, guys. Hurry up. Get it together. Get your freaking act together here. We're sold out of Columbo shit. I already got people saying, hey, when are you going to restock? My bo- my boyfriend, got he's got Christmas coming up. It's his Christmas coming up. It's his, it's his they Christmas. They celebrate a different one? Yeah. It's is his. he one of those guys who's like, Jesus was actually born in April. This is a, <laughs> you know those guys? Uh, just relax. Isn't it January? Else. Whatever. Mm, yeah. I know. I think it's further away than, oh, well. It's like <clears throat> September or April or something. Yeah. Some guy will let us know in the comments, yeah. I'm sure. Hey, some guy, some, if you're out there, let us some know. Some freaking Poindexter. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't until the Gregorian calendar that... I remember there was one year when Hanukkah ended before December even started. Oh, I remember that. That was that sucked. It was man. like 2012. Yeah, man. That was the end of the world. Remember? The Mayan calendar or whatever? 2012? Did you, do you celebrate Christmas? No. Some Jews celebrate Christmas. I know. I, I actually should now because... Okay, you want to hear something fucking tragic? Mm, no. Yeah. I'll tell you anyway. Okay. When I was a kid... Uh, so I have an older half sister and half brother on my mom's side, and my mom is that the is non tragic. the non Thank you yeah. For well, that's not the whole part. Oh, but that's the non Jewish side. So they were raised in just not even a Christian household, but just like they you know had, had Christmas. They lived with us, and until until age six, six or seven, when they moved out, my brothers and I had Christmas and Hanukkah. And it rocked. I loved Christmas. I loved the smell of the tree. I loved the morning thing. And then when uh, my brother and sister moved out, Christmas was no more. It got taken away from us. Damn. Dude, yeah, big time damn. Big time damn. Like, what, can't we just keep doing it? So I've grown up with this, like... Uh, uh, you might as well do it. It's like there's nothing else going on. Yeah, but I, I do kind of like Christmas morning, waking up alone... And I'm in my apartment alone, and I'm just like, it's just another day for me. Everybody's doing their thing, and they opening up gifts and talking to grandma and stuff. Not me though. I'm just eating oatmeal. And it doesn't feel religious to me. I'm not a very no. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a religious person, so I'm just like, oh, it's that two week period where everyone gets off. Yeah, that that part I love. Sit that around two the tree. Week. Yeah, it's cozy as hell. Damn, I should just get a tree and just get say fuck it. But they do. They do check. They check. Yeah, you do can they get check? Do they push. show your foreskin? <laughs> you gotta show us your dick. Everybody's got theirs cut. Most people. Um, <clears throat> what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, you know, man, I'm really pissed off this morning. The 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 inflation numbers came out and they were a little hot, and so the market gapped down. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna get long, and I didn't. And then on the this is how I suffer for you people. And then the market said, I actually don't give a shit. The the market just fucking rallied off the lows, and I'm driving. To, we're driving to the to do the show, and I'm I'm keep looking at my thing, and the spy just keeps rallying, and I'm like, motherfuck, I could be I could be killing it right now, but I wasn't. I bl- or maybe you'd lose a bunch of money, or I'd be would be lose a bunch of money. Did I say that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I can't be sure. Maybe you'd lose a bunch of money instead. Oh, maybe I would lose. Yeah, probably, but who knows? I got my laptop over there. We'll we'll see. Because every time you can't trade, you're like. You're like, oh man, I'd be fucking just crushing it right now. Yeah. Well, the problem is that I got long yesterday. I got long too early. So it's this bad combination of getting long too early. So all those positions go down. And then this morning we start down and then I don't get even more long. It's just it's just a fucking stupid mess. But I noticed a correlation between today and February twenty fourth. Oh yeah. It was this <laughs> it was mm-hmm. a similar uh-huh. we 
on February 24th, also a Thursday, we had gone down like the several days prior and then, whoa, just like opened way down and then rallied. And it's like identical. It's funny. You can't remember what we talked about last week, but you're like, this reminds me of February 24th. It well, was, I didn't know it offhand. I zoomed out on the chart and I could see it. I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. there's that big white candle right okay. there. We got a lot to cover today, guys. We're going to be talking about OPEC. We got all sorts of headlines. We're going to talk about China. Just those three things? <laughs> and other shit, but like, all right, let's get right <laughs> we're into it. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Guys, you remember Rivian? We talked about, we were talking about them a bunch when they were IPOing. Should, wait, wait, real fast. Oh my fuck. Should we do, I can't believe, should we do, it's the cold brew and I got my, I vitamin. know, just we're don't just do wait it. wait until I just pop these vitamin B's right here because it's going to, my head's going to explode. And you're going to get blood splatter on you. Should we do something? Ben, just do whatever you want. It's, no, no, no. Just, I just want to ask you and, and the people, should we do like no, he- we've, headlines? No, we've talked about it already. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Really? I'm pushing the no, microphone. you go ahead. No, no, no. I don't want to. Go, please. No, because it feels like if you don't talk, you, you, you feel the need to talk. I'm shaking my head. No. Go. Go for it. No, no, no. I, I, you, I wanted you to do the headline. I just was asking, should we do a graphic or something? come on buddy you got it you guys remember Rivian right (laughs) I feel like I've aged 20 years since we've talked about Rivian Rivian we talked about their IPO it was a big fucking deal right Uh, people were talking about the Tesla killer um, hundred billion dollar IPO. Hundred billion dollar IPO. Way too but big. what are they? What is their market cap now? Like fucking thirty three billion or something like that. I actually don't know. I think it's. Up. I think it's been a bad. Uh, tell me. I'm curious. Let's see. I'm gonna say thirty three billion. Twenty nine billion. God, you were very damn. close. So yeah, having a bit of a. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. It's also very funny too because when this was happening, I was like, "Fuck, I want to buy in. I think this is going to be huge." And I'm so glad I did not. Um, but the big headline news is they just they just recalled nearly all of its vehicles over a uh, a steering issue. It's not a huge deal, you know. Car manufacturers are recalling their cars all the time. It's just tough for this brand new car manufacturer. Yeah, it's a little different when GM is like, "Hey, some of these cars have like an airbag fault," but right. Rivian's like, "We got." All of them. All of them are kind of fucked. I also didn't realize how annoying it is to... It's going to suck to own one of these if you don't live in, say, California or, you know, I was looking at... They have have like 20 service centers across the country. Jesus Christ. And, you know, they say this thing of like, oh, well, we'll drive out to you. You could live like a thousand miles from one of these service centers. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, they're saying that um, it discovered that a fastener connecting the front upper control arm and steering knuckle may not have been sufficiently torqued in some vehicles. So, man. also, it's this is the third third recall recall since it became production last year, late last year. Okay, I mean yeah. that's dude. Tesla had a ton of recall. Yeah, it's not a years. huge thing. It's just uh, it's just another. They're getting it's another hit in this uh, tough little. I just feel like Rivian is perfectly representative of the easy money market that we've had for so long where just shit like that, that, I mean, their revenues, it said were like 55, excuse me, 55 million. And yet they're sporting a market cap of 30 billion. Like when Tesla IPO'd, it IPO'd at like, you know, a billion dollars. Right. And I remember thinking that that was expensive back then. Fucking idiot. I also think it's, you know, because when it was happening, everyone was going, what are you, these are, this is bigger than most this is bigger than some auto manufacturers who are established, right? Yeah. 
and now you're seeing all this st- it's just it's just insane man yeah uh yeah but, there's the service service center locations on a on a map i know so i was i was googling it or i was searching it on twitter and there it's also got a little bit of the tesla thing where people were like defending it uh i had i had my rivian serviced and it was very easy there was no problems at all and so i was uh i was clicking their profiles and seeing where they lived and you know the one guy lived in salt lake city it's like they have a service center in salt lake city but i see these rivian trucks now and i'm like they're cool looking but i wouldn't want to drive one i'd be terrified that something's going to go wrong or like one day there was one guy who just like couldn't open his anymore because it's like all it's that's the thing man all these electrical parts are i don't that's why i like my old volvo it's just knobs Knobs and buttons. Oh man, I was gonna show you in in after hours, but can we? Sh- I want to show you the link of this. Uh, oh, the GM. I, I think saw- it's an electric car. <laughs> it it's is. the the glove, glove box. box. This is gonna drive you nuts. <laughs> the, the, <sighs> so it says, "Please God, no!" And it's 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 a, it's a GM car. It used to be a you know everyone knows how you can open your glove box with a little handle. So now you go to the screen, and you have to go into settings, and then you can open. <laughs> They've got you know. Yeah, I th- that's that's what like my mom drives like a or used to drive a new Hyundai, and I'm driving it and it's like dangerous just to change the radio station. It's like I've got to hit media. Oh no, there's radio. Okay, radio. Uh, it's just jank. Just give us knobs, man. Right. You don't want a giant screen. That's why I'm saying my brain should be the blueprint for society. My opinions on things should be <clears throat> how they it works. Well, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I'd enjoy that. World. We'd be a utopia, man. Trains everywhere. <laughs> Trains, planes. Well, that's the th- that's the th- so th- there's nah. th- this huge article came out in um, in Bloomberg. Also, it was uh, even after a hundred billion dollars invested, self-driving cars are going nowhere. And so, you know, we always are talking about the trains. And I was, in my head, I was like, you know what? The trains aren't going to happen. We'll probably have self-driving cars picking me up. It's fucking self-driving. But this, cars. there was this huge article. Talking about how how problematic it is and how after all this money invested. Why are they problematic? They just don't have the tech. And so uh, they talked to this guy. Let me find his name. Elon Musk, according to him, since 2015, right. we're saying, always one year away from fully yeah. automated self-driving cars. It would be, I can imagine self-driving cars work if you were to build a city from the ground up now. Like you would have to build the infrastructure out now and do it that way you can't just do it on existing infrastructure because it's so inconsistent across cities and municipalities and scroll down to the you'll see the big guy you'll see a big picture of a guy in front of a i want to see a big picture of a look at that guy guy. he's huge wait but so this what's his name i can't even read it Lewandowski. yes so this guy the only reason he's not in jail is because trump pardoned pardoned him whoa um fuck did he do he was i think he was working at google for their self-driving stuff and then uber wanted him Uh and uber said if you come over, we'll protect you if you get sued. And he, uh, Google got really pissed and said he brought over a laptop, and you know, with all the trade one, secrets and everything. And mm-hmm. um, and yeah, apparently he was going to go to jail. Trump pardoned him. I don't think Uber protected him at all. But he—that's the thing. He's a big. He's one of the big guys they talked to on this because he basically left. He was like, the the tech is not there, and that was one of the the things he was talking about in the lawsuit. He was like, this is all such a joke. They like Google thinks. I had the secrets. He was like, where's where's Uber's self-driving cars that I gave them? And the truth is that they sold off their um they sold off their self-driving Oh, Uber did. Uber yeah. gave up. Yeah. Yeah. I Uber. think after it like killed another pedestrian, they were like, Yeah, maybe this is not here. So what he did, he was like, 
Yeah, the tech for driving around in cities and stuff is just, he's like, he said, it will come, but we will either be very old or dead. Wow. And so now he does, Great. he's he's working on these like self-driving trucks. He was like, you know, on construction sites and stuff, it could be could be workable. Yeah. But yeah, one of his big things is he's, he's talking about, so they basically learn by memorization and they don't have this intuitiveness that a human driver has. Oh, oh, and, they, they memorize the roads. Yeah, and so he's like, they're trying to get, they're trying to run these situations over and over again, but even, so he talks about like pigeons. If you're driving down the highway and you see like pigeons on a, on a barrier or whatever, you're going to be like, I know that those pigeons might fly by Mm -hmm. and that's okay. A computer's like, okay, I see objects over there. Oh no, they're jumping out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they freak out. Mm. And also, I mean, it has a ton of, people should read through it. It's very interesting. It has a, Oh yeah, what the smartest self-driving car sees on the other hand is a small obstacle. It doesn't know where the obstacle came from or where it may go, only that the car is supposed to safely avoid obstacles so it might respond by hitting the brakes. Or swerving. Yeah. The the huge thing with self-driving cars is the uh, they rear-end each other, I guess. Hmm. It also has a lot of funny stories about in San Francisco, I guess there was this woman uh she she had to call she had to call Google. No, I think she called the news first cuz she was trying to tell, tell Google. But um what, do you remember what their self-driving car company is called? It's Waymo. A, yes, Waymo. So it just, for some reason, just lines of Waymos would come and pull into her driveway and turn around. <laughs> <laughs> just her driveway? Yeah. Why? And like her neighbors were, it was just some weird, they thought that's where they should go to turn around. Huh. <laughs> oh, I'd start leaving out spike strips or something. I, yeah. And so- uh, Paintball gun. It's- um. It's very funny. They he, they talk about it. There's an entire social media genre featuring self-driving cars that become hopelessly confused. When the results are less serious, they can be funny. They can be funny as hell. In one example, a Waymo car gets so flummoxed by a traffic cone that it drives away from the technician sent out to rescue it. In another entire fleet of modified Chevy, Chevy Bolts show up to an, at an intersection and simply stop blocking traffic <laughs> with a whiff of maximum overdrive. In a third, a Tesla drives at a very slow speed straight into the <laughs> into the tail of a private jet. That's cute. That's funny. Also, I didn't know that because they talk about their whole big thing is that humans are unsafe drivers. Yeah. And this article kind of like debunks it a little bit. Well, we're unsafe when we're distracted, when we're intoxicated, when we're tired, when we're otherwise just when people have diabetic shock, things happen like road conditions may not be the best. Yeah. People. Hey, people, people, my dude. People do people. Uh, These tech guys, though. Do you remember the Tesla? There was a Tesla. There was a guy up in a really rich guy, some tech dude up in um, the Bay Area, was doing his self driving, and it his Tesla crashed and it killed him. And he had just been bragging on social media about it days earlier, like I love my Tesla, you know, full self driving. And after he died, a bunch of Tesla permable guys took to Twitter to say like he died for the cause. And no. his death is good. Some guy then drove the same route a few days later and it avoided the very obstacle that like killed the first guy. And he said, see, it's already learning. His sal- Oh, dude. Speaking of Tesla, what is this about Elon Musk's social calendar? You said you felt bad for him for a moment? I did feel bad. Um, we, do, we do be having the capacity for empathy. <laughs> Only in the sense that I think I feel bad for us because like that... I'll explain after we read some of the. So, the New York Times put out this entire. It's very long. 
this one you should also read. It's it's very funny because we're not going to get to all of it, but it's uh, what's the title of the article? Elon Musk has the world's strangest social calendar. God, he's and just such a fucking. Also, this one I had to Google. I had to Google the journalist because I was like, did Elon fuck this guy's girlfriend or something? Why is he? <laughs> and so it's basically just about how big of a weirdo and loser Elon is. He like you know, takes dig at his childhood. Mr. Musk had a difficult childhood in which he was bullied and attacked to the point of hospitalization, hospitalization by classmates. What did they know? You know what I mean? Didn't, didn't he, wasn't he a bully? Not according didn't to this. Didn't he bully some <clears throat> kid for having a dead dad or something? Sounds like something he would do. Uh, oh, your dad is dead. Oh, hmm. Now at 51, he seems to be living the teenage years he never had. Parties, drugs, popular friends, beautiful girlfriends, jokes cracked to an adoring audience without quite escaping his own innate insecurity. <laughs> Isn't this an insane? Mr. He already had that time with PayPal and X.com. I know. I did, he but, lived that. He bought, he like famously bought a uh, McLaren on, on TV. Or like it, he took delivery. Oh yeah, he invited them over. Yeah, to, he's like, "Come watch me drive this McLaren down the street." And then he crashed it. He didn't have it insured, and he crashed it. I think. Oh Jesus! Yeah, who fucking cares? He seems to be doing fine. Mr. Musk once acknowledged in an interview with Axel Springer's chief executive, Matthias Dopfner, that he gets lonely. In a 2017 interview with Rolling Stone, he said that as a child, he vowed to never be alone. And so now he's got all these, they talk about his Twitter habits and how he's, uh, he's like an adolescent on there connecting with regular Joes. Uh, they go through, this is what sounds sad. Mr. Musk claims he hardly, he hardly ever takes vacations. According to Sam Teller, a venture capitalist who was Mr. Musk's chief of staff from 2014 to 2019, the billionaire celebrated his 48th birthday in a small conference room at the Tesla factory in Fremont, California <laughs> with a cake and a half dozen coworkers. <laughs> so what a sad. fucking dork. <laughs> gosh shut up it's like the uh remember the remember the like way back when the kirk cameron b- birthday party yeah with the subway sandwiches was it subway sandwiches yeah, he had, like, i thought subway it was just like sandwiches. him i thought it was him just like blowing out the candles oh, in the in the kirk. conference room kirk cameron was a christian is a christian actor producer guy and there was a famous photo of him on twitter just in a pathetic conference room blowing out a pathetic candle on a equally pathetic birthday cake you know what's not going to be pathetic? My birthday. Because I'm going to be in Tokyo, Japan. With your boy. And my brother. And, uh, oh, people, you guys are going to lose your minds over my hot little brother. Is he hot? Yeah. Follow follow us on Instagram if you want you'll, to you'll post see, his hot brother. Yeah, you'll, no, I'm going to post him regardless. People are going to be like, damn, he looked like that guy who chops wood on TikTok. We got we to gotta throw you an Elon Musk-esque birthday party. That's what, it's, so God. all these rich people just seem like these kind of like wounded nerds. Yeah, and they, they are. and they are now making up for it all, and it's so corny. Like, because we all have to, uh, we we bear the brunt of it. Yeah, like and now we get his 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 ambitions are foisted upon all of us with his fucking tunnels and his his uh, you know. But it's not just robots him. So it's, and it's like full driving. Also, self driving. They talk to a bunch of people. If I was, if I was Elon or any of these guys, I'd be like, Yo, why are you telling? the fucking news about our nerdy ass parties also, telling them we were in 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 uh cuddle puddles what yeah they said <laughs> cuz i guess elon was saying oh it wasn't a it wasn't a sex party and cuddle puddle and then uh one one a guest at the party said uh i actually saw elon musk participate in a cuddle puddle god i'm so tired of all this 
just gross to think about all these like 50 year old tech dudes like on molly just like <sighs> we're changing the world we're changing the world. I also, and that's the thing too. They're they're old, so they he hosts all these funny theme parties. He's uh, at a Japanese theme party, and he threw in Terrytown, New York. Mr. Musk injured his back while grappling with the sumo wrestling world champion. He's, oh, it sounds like he's got such a sad. Li- all right, we're moving on. Fuck, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, you know, uh, the, j- we should get the sumo wrestler to uh, accidentally kill him. Yeah, we should get some. I just. No, we sh- we shouldn't do anything. I'm just saying that I have hope. I have dream that the thing happened to somebody. I don't know who, but somebody. Ding. Uh, hope. I have hope. I have dream that something should be some tragedy might befall. No, but so that's what I was. The sad thing to me is that like all of this, we have to put up with this whole mess because some guy is just like a wounded, lonely yeah. guy who was bullied. I'm just pissed because we got to deal with it for the rest of our lives. And the way, you know, he seems to not even know what to do with the money, right? Like they yeah. talk about, he's like, I don't take vacations. Why would I do that? Because he doesn't know how to just be. He right. just doesn't know how to relax. Get a hobby. The one guy said like, if Elon Musk is fun to hang out with if your idea of a good time is working all weekend. Or like talking about, I don't know. Like talking about Joe Rogan type stuff is fun for an afternoon. But it seems like that's all he talks about to the point where the more you talk to him about it, the more you realize he doesn't know shit and he just talks to hear himself talk. Yeah, but people people love that. And he that's so I think it opens with talking about the uh the Ghislaine Maxwell picture. Yeah. And they were like, you know, we apparently we talked to the reporter who took the picture, and apparently him and Ghislaine were talking for a while, and Ghislaine was asking him, like, why don't why haven't other civilizations come here? And Elon was like, Well, have you heard of the filtering process where the great filter yeah yeah you know i i frequently think about when or i don't frequently think about it no you do occasionally i see clips of you know lex friedman oh yeah the like super popular podcast guy yeah have you ever watched lex friedman i don't understand he is the most dry boring oh you don't understand the appeal yes but there's in watching him interview elon musk is like the biggest fucking snooze fest ever uh, <laughs> Lex Friedman—it's—it's—it's two—it's two things that bother me: the way Lex Friedman asks him a question, and then the way Elon Musk doesn't say anything to fill the air. So Lex Friedman will go, "So you think a lot about robots?" He's got to be more. That's exactly how he is. Lex Friedman will say, "So you talk about robots, and you think that they're going to be the future." And autonomous driving is going to be everywhere. There's what, no way. What do you think about? What do you think about the prospect of Tesla having robots drive cars, just like that? And then Elon Musk just goes, Ben, you got to do. <laughs> I think that Tesla just. And then, and then and he does that because he knows all his little fucking jerk off fanboys are going to be in the comments going like, "Oh, that's his system uh processing." Well, you know what? He's got a slow as fuck processor. If he's such a genius, he should be able to just answer the question. He's thinking about the whole world, man. He's 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 factoring in things you don't even know about. Or maybe he's a little bit hungover from his fucking sumo wrestling party. Maybe he did bunk Molly. And it was in a cuddle 
cuddle puddle. I, I seriously, I almost. You ever need, been to I a almost, cuddle puddle? No, but I almost need a second because sometimes, sometimes I think about this shit and I'm like, can we, can you pull up a clip of Lex Friedman asking Elon? Just Lex Fried. Yeah, here you go. About Starship in the near future, perhaps. You yeah, we can talk about it now if you want. Um, wow, he is just in that same way. Like you said, you see when you see a. Uh, when you see a rocket, you see a sort of a list of risks. In that same way, you said that Starship is a really hard problem. So there's many ways I can ask this, but if you magically could solve one problem perfectly, one engineering problem perfectly, which one would it be? On Starship? On, on, sorry, on Starship. So is it all right, all right. related to the efficiency? The You weren't, so you weren't you, joking about it. Yeah, he's just like, I don't get it. And he's such a big... I, I like him. I think that he's got interesting perspectives and stuff. And Hey, he's got some kind of secret we don't. But holy shit, yeah, 2.11 million God, two and a half hours of that, too. Just like yeah. you, said, you said. You said we were going to solve a problem. What kind of problem? What kind? Dude, the rocket. The, what kind? Do you want to? What, okay, so the rocket is big. Ask about the cuddle puddle. Yeah, ask him something fucking just. I'm tired of the jerking off. Anyway, speaking of, I went to a I went to a a tech party where where, um, I actually didn't want to go. I was making fun of it, and my friends were like, "Dude, just come. It's gonna be fun." And when you when we walked in, they handed everyone ecstasy. Wow! And I was like, "Wow, that is a." They didn't have you sign anything before that. That is taking an extraordinary risk. Why? Because if you hand, if you were at a at a, like a an official company party and you're handing out hard, it wasn't drugs, an official company party. It was a bunch of like tech bros. Oh, I thought that it was like, oh, it's the Snapchat Christmas party or something. No, 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 no. It's a bunch of like rich tech bros. They all oh. went to MIT. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, so I, uh, I don't know. It somehow ended up in me. Wow, and, I don't uh, <laughs> wonder how. Huh. And uh, there was a big, there was a big cuddle puddle with the uh, with the tech people. That sounds cute. And I remember my friend was in, and he said, "Emil, come in." And even on Molly, I was like, "No, I'm all set. I don't want to be in there." Yeah. Anyway, do you want to talk about this fucking Meta Quest Pro, this new fucking VR thing, or William Shatner? What do you want? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm just, Go. I'm angry about fucking Elon Musk. Should right. we move on to the market? Sure, sure, sure. It seems like the, uh, you're you're impatient. <laughs> no, no. I'm totally fine. I'm just. You know. All right. Go for it. Go for it. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I do want to get that new uh, quest. Thing just go. Because I'm kind of curious. There's go. supposed to be this game called Bone Lab that's really cool. There are some VR games that I'm like, I really should start exploring it more. I don't know any of the VR games. They're, they're some of them are really they're really expensive. You buy them, they're like thirty bucks. You know me, you know it's expensive. What? The fucking Quest Pro. Yeah, you know it's how much like it is? Fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Get out of here, Mark Zuckerberg. I just don't know what their plan is. It's like shit. We need people to get on the metaverse. Stock just broke the COVID low. Oh yeah, it's at like all time lows. Not all time lows. It's I at mean recent. Yeah. It, it broke the low that it put in from COVID. Crazy. COVID-19, uh, if you guys don't remember, it was the novel coronavirus. Remember when that was COVID-19, the novel coronavirus th- that causes the b- disease, whatever the fuck. SARS-CoV-2? SARS-CoV-2. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, you might be <clears throat> um, crushed to death. I made that joke once before. Anyway, uh, if you've been there, there, the, how are the worms? OPEC Plus, which is the 
the cartel? They call it a cartel, which seems kind of weird. I think that's a pejorative term. Yeah, but they call it that in all the official, in all the, um, not official, but like in news articles and Do stuff. Do you know what it stands for? Uh, oil producing. No. What does it stand for? I forget. Organization of Petroleum, petroleum Exporting com- Countries. Ah, yeah, yeah. Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries. I knew. I was just seeing if you knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is a cartel. Seems kind of weird. It that is does pejorative. seem weird, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they just announced that they are um, cutting oil production by two million barrels a day. Yeah, they said with everything going on, they need to. Uh, well, they're also a, they they really want that hundred hundred dollar uh, hundred dollar per barrel yeah. mark. But um, it's to me, I see it as a big fuck you to the Biden administration with midterms coming up. Um, and then just I think like twelve hours ago. Probably like thirty six hours ago for you guys, but but what do you mean like a fuck you to the what do you, you know? Well, because they the Saudi government put out a statement saying they said that Biden asked them to delay it. Yes, but that they're like, no, we want money. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. To me, I see that as a big fuck you. Well, they don't owe Biden, right? <laughs> but it's Biden trying to the Biden administration trying to get these co- countries to do their bidding. Oh yeah, essentially. So yeah, I oh man, Biden's got a lot of shit going on. Um, I mean, I think things are going to be fucking tough for him. I mean, um, gas prices are fucking through the roof. They seem worse than they were when everyone was. I think it's also California. I think California got bore the brunt bore the brunt of it the most. Always. I was looking at, but even more than last time. I mean, it just doesn't feel like uh, the, you know, because they say what the the. I forget what it is, but the I don't think we're over four bucks yet. But I'm seeing nationally, yeah. But I'm seeing regularly like six fifty, <clears throat> yeah, all over LA. Gas prices are going to be, you know, all over the place. The I I think he's getting he had to delay the applications for student loan forgiveness coming out because he's been sued. Somebody, Biden has or not? Well, not Biden, but yeah, they're suing the, the Department of Education and stuff. Uh, and, Jesus uh, Christ. There's a lot of shit that's going on that that are that are showing cracks. There's this. Uh, let's open up this this tweet here from um, friend of the show. He doesn't realize he's a friend of the show, but Wall Street Jesus, who's a great follow on Twitter, by the way. Uh, these company comments. There are all these different comments from these companies indicating trade down behavior by low end consumers. Trade down behavior is kind of exactly what it sounds like. So if you normally buy, say, Cheerios, you're trading down to the Kirkland Signature brand. You know. Oh, come on, Twitter. Jesus Christ. So, fucking God. We can't even open it, can we? Because you got to log into Twitter. Well, you can just keep it up like that. So, like, You can zoom in probably, too. Yeah, just plus plus it or whatever. So, like, uh, uh, Advanced Auto Parts is saying that they've got second quarter weakness attributed to pressure on low-income consumers. Uh, Best Buy consumers are trading down, particularly those in lower income. Shouldn't everyone be? Shouldn't everyone be doing that anyway, though? Trading down, aren't, but aren't those things just made in the same factories? It's all the same fucking shit. Probably. <laughs> uh, Gap stores, the the Gap, the um, clothing stores, signs of weakness, uh, demand weakness from the low end consumer. Uh, Home Depot, though. What is a low end consumer, Ben? The low end consumer is the lower income people who who. Bear the brunt of the of the damage from inflation like this. I don't. Home, I don't like being. I don't like that. I don't like that term. What do, What do you want to call them, man? Um, I don't know. We can come up with some kind of uh, PC. I mean, shit, dude. Okay, but 
Home Depot didn't have anything because, but I mean, how are you going to trade down at Home Depot? What are you going to get? Cheaper wood? Get balsa wood for your balsa uh, wood. I don't think even think they sell that shit. Uh, let's see. What is that? What is Dollar Tree's noted signs of trade down to Dollar Tree consumer purchasing shift to a more consumable based basket at both banners? What the fuck does that mean? In English, please. Uh, yeah, and then even like Sprouts, Sprouts, which is a kind of higher end grocery store, some trade down behavior, including lower quantities of produce and less expensive health and beauty products. That's interesting. And what was the, there's one, if you scroll down, please, there was, uh, yeah, Walmart, more pronounced consumer shifts and trade down activity as the year has progressed. So, you know. Oh, and Ulta, no surprise there. Consumer engagement with beauty remains strong. No real signs of trade down yet. So people, no matter how tough the economy gets, people really do be wanting to get put on their makeup. You would think it would be a luxury item. It would be. You would think. And interestingly, I pointed this out on our call yesterday, uh, Eyes, Lips, Face, um, which is a makeup company, ELF, Elf, their stock's near all-time highs. Why? Are they cheap? They're the cheap one. Hmm. So you, it makes sense, and like, you know, there a lot of the Vice stock. Who will think of Kylie Jenner? Is Kylie Jenner sponsored by them? No, doesn't she have a huge makeup company? She's got her own Probably very thing expensive. going. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should put this. We should leave a note to put this link in the um, description if people want to check it out themselves because it's it's kind of I like looking at this shit. And what's the other one that we had? Jamie Dimon, um, the CEO of J.P. Morgan. What was he doing? He was calling for a recession in six to nine months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and join the party, dude. Everybody's saying that now. Everybody and their mother. And the thing is, the market seems to probably have already priced it in, hasn't it? It would seem that way, but I don't. Th- I mean, I don't think he's talking about the market. I think he's talking about you know Recession. pain coming for yeah regular people, which is wild because if you look at the unemployment rate, it's still yeah jobs were up, dude. It's like they can't. You can't beat this. But everybody feels, it, it feels like everybody's just teetering on the edge. It's like, yeah, unemployment is at near record lows still. There's like a ton of jobs available. And yet we're all getting ass fucked by uh, high interest rates or the, the high gas prices, high um, rent and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Are you mad? No, I'm, I, oh. I'm, I'm waiting for, what was the point? <laughs> I'm just saying like. It's it's just a weird dichotomy. It's a weird contrast oh, when yeah, you've yeah. got the metrics would point to things being good, but underneath the surface, it's like everything seems like it's hanging on by a thread. But does it seem that way? Because th- Twitter and every headline is like pain coming, or other, is it yeah. because I mean things are definitely more expensive. It's I think a couple months ago I asked you if you you know you were seeing it, and you said you know that you don't look at prices. Um, no, never. But. And I think I said I wasn't seeing, you know, because I don't I don't buy that much stuff. But, you know, the one thing I notice is I go grocery shopping every week. Yeah. And for a while it was pretty steady. I was like, I'm not seeing it at all. And I was like, maybe it's because I don't buy meat. Mm-hmm. And meat was the, I think, the big thing going up. Now I'm really seeing it. I used to spend like 75 bucks a week. And now I'm, it's like 100, 110. Oh, damn. Let us know in the comments if the prices of your shit is going up. Curious. For me, it's it's kind of stayed the same. And the gas is obviously very noticeable. Yeah, gas. That's why you got to get a scooter, man. It's great. I could get a scooter. 
Uh, yeah. But that would be another investment. That wouldn't. Uh, and then interestingly, Bob Michelle, the chief investment officer at JP, uh, JP Morgan Asset Management, said that he's been in de-risking mode and is sitting on the highest level of cash he's had in 10 years. Um. Yeah, it's interesting. So, like, uh, October, there's a seasonality that you might see headlines about. Um, there's a seasonality to it. Like, October, September is the worst month, and then followed by October, which I think is one of the best months historically um, for the markets. And it's like, we could be putting in a bottom, and we've also been where the market's down, like, 25% on the year. I don't know. I, I'm waiting for... I saw an interesting tweet. This guy was pointing out that Health. I, I sent it to you last night that uh, healthcare costs are a small but but pretty significant part of uh, CPI, the inflation numbers, and it's pro- that's the healthcare costs are projected to drop big time. I don't know why. Um, so that's something to watch. Like that could bring the CPI down. What we want to see is that CPI number come down and see the Fed. We'd hit the love pause to see the CPI numbers yeah. come down, but it sounds like the Fed still wouldn't hit the pause button. Yeah, baby. We'll talk about that when we have uh, Kyla back on. Um, there was this other thing that I really wanted to, to share before we get into the China, China stuff. Wait, why did you say careful buying stuff that's already down? Because uh, there's, so this other tweet from Wall Street Jesus, um, these are, this is a list of tax loss selling candidates that could see selling pressure into the end of the year. So tax loss selling is when... Oh, you're talking about like individual stocks though. Yes. Because I've so been... This is, uh, it's a pretty long list, but um, again, we'll we'll link it out. But I told you I've been buying stuff as it's tanking. So that's that's kind of what I wanted to say here. So tax loss selling is when you can... you can If, you're, if you've got a losing position and you've got a, a gain uh, position, you can offset the taxes that you pay on the gains by selling the losers. You've got to realize those gains. So sometimes what you'll see is stocks that have been losing uh, throughout the year, toward the end of the year, you got to figure, okay, people might realize those losses for the tax purposes, mm, for yeah. the tax benefits. So they could sometimes, sometimes they get a little washout into the end of the year. But it won't make any difference for me. It won't make a difference for you, I guess. But there's some pretty big names on there. eBay's on there, uh, American Airlines, uh, Best Buy's on there. I, there's a bunch of other ones I can't really make out. But um, but I'll tell you what. It was fun in the beginning. I was like, oh, man, is this crashes? I'm going to buy on the way down. I wonder if Pinterest is on there, your favorite. It's not. 3M is on there. It's not as fun anymore. Yeah. You start to be like, will this ever come? <laughs> will this ever come back? Yeah, no kidding. But there is something. I don't know if it's. It, it might just be in penny stock world, but there was this thing called the January effect where you've got stocks that just tank into the end of the year, getting all that tax loss selling only to just fully rebound in January as people just like, well, I've, I've reaped the benefit of the tax losses. Now it's right back up. So, you know, just an interesting thing to point out, but, uh, okay, let's fucking shift gears here. We're talking about chips and not Doritos, okay? Not freaking Lay's. What kind of what kind of chips are we talking? Semiconductors. The microchips. Little, little microchips that are in everything. What's the remember in the departed? Microprocessors. <laughs> yeah, I do. Microprocessors. The microprocessors. That's such a great movie. It is. All right, tell us about the microprocessors. The so, uh this kind of got buried this week, but it's a pretty big story. It's been ongoing. Um, the Biden administration is kind of, they're really toughening up on China, which 
I think it speaks to two things: how um, how big China is getting, and like they're they're really coming up, and how scared the Biden and how hey, scared China, we are. Come up. They've got these new uh, export restrictions aimed at curtailing China's capacity to advance critical domestic tech initiatives, AI development, and supercomputing. Right. It's like anything that. Uh, a U.S. manufacturer touched. Yes. Anywhere along the process, if a U.S. manufacturer has been involved, it's blacklisted. Um, but a lot of people are saying passing the law is one thing, but uh, it all depends if it's implemented or not and like actually enforced. Yeah. And there is a way around it. You can like petition the government to get special right, there's permission. There's going to be a ton of exemptions. But they're probably, and who knows, but apparently, yeah, China, China's AI industry depends heavily on foreign-designed chips. No company in the world which uses U.S. tech in its production processes will be allowed to sell AI or supercomputing chips to China. Um, but I would... It's, so, what? But I, my th- like, I was a bit confused because, number one, I didn't think we were like this beacon of fucking microchip tech. I know we're investing a fucking shit ton, but that seems like it's not going to come for five, ten years. Yeah. And then it also seems like everything relies on the, you know, Taiwanese. They are huge. Yes. Yeah. So like that's like when, you know, when Nancy Pelosi was going to Taiwan and like, you know, China was doing military drills, every, you know, it was, I didn't really realize until that, but people were talking about how like if something were to happen to these factories. Like, yeah. The world is fucked. Yeah, every everything you use, Taiwan. It all, Taiwan is like the most right. important. Like you won't be able to get a computer for yeah seven years. So the the CEO of the TSMC, which is the Taiwan um, Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, I think that stands yeah, yeah. for, is oh. is is in America right now, in DC. Like learn, they're basically trying to get up to speed on all these new regulations so that they can comply with them and do everything. And they just had their big, the stock took the biggest drop in it's had in 20 years because uh, the other day. No, because of this news about these restrictions. But the CEO is trying to calm the markets and say, look, our consumer tech part is totally fine. It's untouched. This, this thing only pertains to AI and military applications. And it's such a small part of our business. You guys got to calm down. But then you got like NVIDIA. NVIDIA already said that the restrictions on AI chips could jeopardize half a billion dollars in revenue for them. NVIDIA is a different story, but yeah, uh, TSMC also reported their earnings and it was a fucking blowout. They like, they did, I mean, gangbusters like always. Uh, But it's also Biden's attempt to, um, what does it call it? Onshore? To to like repatriate semiconductor? um, Oh, to have like a production. To bring it back, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean they're doing they're, like with the Chips Act, they're investing yeah a ton of money as they there's should. Going to be there's a Tim Ryan, JD Vance. Uh, that's what's funny. There was a bipartisan support, right? And yeah. so uh, you know there was a there was a debate between them two, and they were both talking about how it's going to be a huge success. And one of the big things is what's happening in Ohio. They're putting a big chip plant. Yeah. There's going to be like tens of thousands of jobs. Which is great. We love jobs. But it's also funny because I think it's probably going to backfire because it's going to force China to really get cooking on their own chip manufacturing and technology. And Chinese, the Chinese, man, they're really resilient. They're really smart. They're really, uh, they can get shit done. Yeah. So got to be careful out there. Got to toe that line, Joe Byron. Isn't there a little bit of you that's like, well, maybe not. But what when they talk about what would happen if those uh, factories went down in Taiwan, you're like, do it oh the part of me that <laughs> the, the accelerationist 
in me that's like, yeah, just let's just fucking see <laughs> let's already. See what... <laughs> let's just see what happens. Guys, just launch the nukes, shut down the factories. Let's go back to no, because I got glasses, man. If, I, if these glasses you break, I'm glasses. Fucked. I can't hunt. I could hunt. I, I got to use my brain, not my eyes. I think you'd be able to get glasses, or you'll just use those for a while. Yeah, I guess. But if they break again and society's collapsed, there's no optometrist. When they're gonna... like, you like your phone? Well, if those Taiwanese factories go down, you're like, good. good. <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> good. Let it happen. Do it. You mean it? Let the defecation hit the oscillation. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, no, I know that would be very bad for a lot of people. I'm. Uh... But it's just this, this, this. Uh, the timing with this, this export initiative couldn't be worse because we've already got um, global demand decelerating. AMD just pre-announced their shit and it wasn't good. And then it's like, hey, we also got this inflation problem, Babu. What are you thinking there, Joe Byron? Like, make it work. We don't need. We don't need this uh, 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 another like proxy war on two fronts. We got it with Russia. We don't need any more with these this trade shit with China. I get that we got to be competitive, but like he just declared oh, that's going to come whether you like it or not. I know he just declared there was this article I sent it to you. It was uh, where he said that um, the next decade is going to be a decisive one b- between us and China because they're basically going to you know surpass us in global GDP as being like the fucking leader. Let it happen, man. We don't got to be the big boy. We can be number two. Number two is still good. Silver. Get the silver medal. We'll see. I'll take the pat on the back. Will you? Yeah. Heavy heavy, uh, heavy is the crown that wears on the head of the guy. Joe Biden said that. You know the thing. He said that? <laughs> no. Oh. But let China wear the crown for a minute, man. We love Chinese food. It's delicious. It's so dynamic. You got noodles. You got stir fry. You got orange chicken. You got the other stuff. Is that American Chinese food? Though? I don't fucking know, dude. What do I look like? Panda uh, Express? You got those? You got all those miles. You might have been to China. No, I've never been to China. I'm kind of intimidated by it. It's huge. It's very huge. I don't speak Chinese. Yeah, we're going to Japan. We don't speak Japanese. That's true, dude. That is true. Orange chicken is called Chinese food in North America, but orange <laughs> chicken is rarely found in Chinese yeah. restaurants in China. Ah, Andrew Chemg, Cheng Chemg, owner and founder of Panda Express, said that orange chicken is just a variation of General Tso's chicken, another dish that is almost unknown in China. Wow, this guy really. But that's like, uh, you know, chicken tikka masala? Yeah, I know chicken tikka masala. Invented in London. Well, yeah, because uh, uh, of colonization. They got a bunch of Indian people in London. Was it an Indian guy in London or gal? I don't know. I think so. Oh. Chicken tikka masala is a dish. <laughs> <laughs> it was popularized by cooks from pretty, India living in yeah, Great Britain. I'm pretty oh. sure it's the national dish of England, though, or something like that. Yeah, it is weird. You would think that it'd be like beans and fucking... Well, their food is so bad that they... The British? Yeah. Yeah. Chicken tikka masala is now the... British... The true... The true national British dish. Damn. Damn, I want fucking Chinese food tonight, dude. You know, my when I was a kid growing up watching TV and movies, they always had, it was always people in New York. If it was a New York movie or TV show, they would always be eating Chinese food out of the white little fold-up takeout boxes with the chopsticks. And I always thought, I bet that's the best food in the world. I bet it tastes so good. They make it look so good. And I could smell it from here. And we, my family didn't touch Chinese food until I was what? a teenager. Isn't that a big Jewish thing? You would think so. Yeah, on Christmas. But then, and then the only Chinese food we ever got, lo and behold, Panda Express. And we loved that shit. 
So good. Panda Express kind of sucks, though. It's good. It's still good, though. I don't know if I've ever had it. It's good. It's probably why my dad's dead, because it fucking clogged up his arteries. Isn't that isn't that the joke that Jewish people... Yeah, because... Well, now, Chris- the, now the secret's out. On Christmas, yeah. Jewish people eat Chinese food. Because they're the only restaurants that are open. Also, with the whole Kanye thing, i got to be careful about saying what Jewish people do. Uh... Just say it how he says, Jew. He also, just you know, Jew. I hang out with so much with you. I went on a... Um, I went on a on a date with a Jewish woman and she was Ooh. she was talking about how her tummy hurt yeah and I was like yeah probably because like the Jewish thing and she was like what and I was like no <laughs> <laughs> no wait what did I say or did you no, you say said that? something about and I was like do you uh, you should watch my show my my co-host is Jewish <laughs> he's always talking about we talk about it yeah my stomach's been great lately. there's a Sarah Silverman joke about it Oh, the diarrhea family or yeah. vomit family? Yeah. My family was definitely a diarrhea family. No, no. The one about the pool. Um, she said there was a sign at the public pool. Oh, no diarrhea and there yeah. was anti-Semitic. And she was like yeah. anti-Semitic. Got it. Um, we are probably close to an end here, but I speaking of ending, I wanted to... There, I, this part of the thing is, is a bottom near? That's what I wrote in the notes. And that's what you say um, when you're in a gay club. Is a bottom near? <laughs> that is what you say in a gay club, is a bottom near. Well, that's if you're a top. If I were gay, do you think I'd be a bottom or a top? I'd be both. I'd be dynamic. I'd, I'd use that word twice now in the show. Dynamic. What do they call that? Switch? Switch hitter? Probably, no, I, yeah. We're going to take this out, I think. This no, part. no, leave it in. Who cares? Um, BOFA, Bank of America said that they're, here's an interesting data point, that their clients were big net buyers of U.S. stocks at $6.1 billion this last week, the third largest inflow since 2008 and the fifth consecutive week of inflows. Interesting, right? And they bought both stocks and ETFs, and it was all client groups, hedge funds, institutions, private clients, they were all net buyers. So what does that mean? It's just it's just, it's just an interesting data point, man. That uh, despite all everything, people uh, they they were stepping in and buying. That's the kind of thing that you want to see near a bottom. Also today, if the you, thing I want to see near a bottom, uh, lubrication, lights, um, drinks, lubrication, poppers, poppers. Oh boy, we're gonna cut that as well. <laughs> Why? Who cares? <laughs> um, we're all family here. We're all family and friends. You ever do poppers? Is that the little CO2 cartridge things? No, those are whippets. Oh, yeah, I've done whippets. Well, that wasn't the question. So, no, I've never done poppers. What are poppers? Poppers are... Um, they make your butt loose. I think they're amyl nitrates. They do make your butt loose. You, yeah. uh, I don't like the feeling. It's uh, It's not that fun of a high. I remember one time I took a muscle relaxant on a flight. Like one of those somas? It was a soma, yeah. yeah. And I started to have an anxiety attack, and I told the... The, the girl, the stranger Why do you sitting next to me. That? Take drugs it, on planes and no, then talk to yeah, the strangers. Multiple sitting stories where you're like, hey, I fucked up. <laughs> Help me. Yeah, I did. I said it to the girl. I was like, hey, uh, I took a mus- muscle relaxant like an hour ago and it's kicking in. And she's like, yeah. And I go, well, I just got to thinking that the heart is a muscle. What if my... What, Jesus, if my, dude, what if my heart relaxes too much and it stops beating and she laughs? She's like, I don't think that's how it works. And then I said, okay, but my asshole is also a muscle. What if that relaxes and I and just poop slides out? I would just start jamming the fucking... 
<laughs> the button. Yeah. Yeah, but then I relaxed and I was totally cool. And uh, me and her ended up watching, I think, The Incredibles at You're the just same like time. Head on her shoulder. No, I was like, hey, we were both scrolling through and she was at The Incredibles. I was like, that's a good movie. You want to watch it? And she's like, sure. And then I said, here, we'll do this. And we put it on our headphones and I pressed play at the same time on both screens and we and we watched it. It was cool. Yeah, but she really thought that was cool. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Press of the button. I would be like, I want to move. <laughs> if you were sitting next to me? Yeah. We're just different though. Like you... I mean, I don't talk the whole time. I will just say that and no, then be done with you're it. You're a talker. Like, not on a plane. Not on a plane. But, like, we go to the same gym, for example, right? Yeah. I go, I've been going longer than you. Yeah. I go every day at the same time. I don't talk to anybody. And then I, and then I go with you, and it's like, oh, Rebecca, holy oh, shit, Jim's here. Stacy. And I'm like, what the fuck is going you on? You gotta be, you know, sometimes they come up and you'd start talking. No, and then, hey, what's your name? I'm not very. Fit. I met two new guys at the gym the other day, Brian and Matt. Separate. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I'm like, that's too many names. To I think remember. I just have a face. People don't. Want yeah, to people talk think to me. that you're too fucking. They're like, who's that Crow Magnet over there? Guy probably doesn't. You keep even... saying that. You say these things <laughs> that like. <laughs> it's the hair. I'm not talking about anything. No, I know, but you know what it is. One time. What? I don't even. You so you love to, um, you know, jump in, right? What at the gym? No, no, no. Like if in a conversation, you don't necessarily sure. let the words finish before oh. you jump in, right? And so one time I was trying to explain an insecurity and I didn't even get to it before you were like, oh, right. You have kind of like a caveman fucking shelf. And I was like. But you don't. What? You don't. I know, but it's funny to like list one for someone and then go, no, that wasn't it. But I'll think about that later. I thought. The real I... one was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say it again. Well, no. You might say a new one for me now. Here's why I did that, and I know we're we're gonna wrap up. I was, you were about to say something, and you were pointing like this, no, and no. I thought that you were gonna say, "I feel like I have this thing," and I was gonna say, "You don't." Oh, a crow magnet thing? Cause you don't. Cause you don't. Yeah. When someone tells me their insecurity, I go, "Let me wait and hear it before I throw one out." Got it. Got it. <laughs> I mean, buddy, I got so many. Giant head, I look like Big Bird, big nose, stupid mouth. No, 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 I know. You don't have to. Fuck. I got a haircut that makes my head look like a peanut right now. No, you look great, pal. Everyone's going to comment on it and say, I love Ben. He's so hot. He's my guy. Kidding me? Everybody's like, Emil, I want to fuck Emil. You do something to people that just makes their chemicals go, and they're like, I feel fucking insane horny right now. <laughs> That's a good place to end it. Let us know how horny you are this week for Emil no, DeRosa. No, for Ben and his new haircut. No, 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 no. Do Ben and no. his new haircut. Because we all know. we all That's a given. But uh, Emil, I mean, look at this shirt. Look at this thing. That's Don't a nice shirt. Do you should me- feel, I wish you guys could feel this. An audio listener, I wish you could see it. I'm touching his bicep, and this thing is just, it feels like he put a rock under that skin there. What, did you go to the doctor and get a special procedure done? It's all implants. I don't go to the gym. And I can see the outline of his penis in his clothes. You can see the outline it's of my penis. It's pointed like up like to 2 o'clock. I don't know what's going on there. But <laughs> anyway, but that's the end of this episode. <laughs> it'll all be wasted on me anyway because I went to war and my dick doesn't work anymore. That's a joke you only get if you subscribe to After Hours. So if you want to know what that joke means... Subscribe. Yeah. And then come hang out. We're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff after those today. San Francisco dog restaurant. What's going on there? Okay. <laughs> this week on After Hours. 
new episode starts now. Do you think we'll be able to do one after hours without talking about my ass? We'll figure something out. Ouch! Ouch! Why don't I like, be one of those YouTube guys who watches people just like watch YouTube? It's crazy. Sign up on tmgstudios.tv to watch the full bonus episode.